Hello, I'm Greg Lutz, and welcome to Equipment Watch's eighth episode of the Market Roundup. Today, we'll be analyzing the used equipment markets from February, and then we'll take a deep dive into the results of the annual mega auctions held in Florida every year. Equipment Watch produces the leading database information products for the construction equipment industry and is the world leader in heavy construction research and serves more than 15,000 professional high-volume users of construction and lift truck data. Our online products are valuable tools and decisions surrounding the purchase, valuation, operation, and disposal of equipment. Well, hi, everybody. I'm uh, sitting here with Sam Giffen. But before we get started on our, our usual deep dive, maybe we should let people know just where we've been, right? Yeah, it's been a pretty busy first quarter for us at Equipment Watch. Agreed, agreed. Throughout the first couple months of the year, we have really made the rounds to a lot of industry association trade shows and conferences. We were fortunate to be able to attend uh, the FTBA and the ELFA mm-hmm. conferences. We actually had the opportunity to present data and speak at the AED Summit at AEMP, and just recently, we had a pretty large team out at Con Expo in Las Vegas. Yeah, still uh, still recovering from that trip a little bit. Well, the Con Expo was, was obviously my favorite with the highest retained values award ceremony, selfishly. It was great to see that come to fruition. But what was your perspective as an analyst walking around Con Expo? What did you see? It's remarkable to see in the industry among the OEMs, both large and small, how great an influence technology is having and our increased interconnectivity between operator and machine, right. uh, what what that's really doing at the equipment level. You look at smart technology like Komatsu is pulling out. You look at basically every major brand that I visited had a new innovative product designed to increase awareness by operators and owners about what's happening with their equipment mm-hmm. and designed to really make make operation easier. And I, I think that's a, a really great change. And I, I hope this trend continues. From a marketing perspective, what, what would you say was your big takeaway? Other than the smart machines, the message I think they were trying to get out there was really about great total cost of ownership for new equipment and then great resale value at, at end of life. Of course, selfishly, I love JLG's exhibit. They did uh, take home three highest retained values awards. Uh, they were back-to-back winners, and they really, really nailed that message home, right, that when you buy one of their pieces of equipment, you're going to recoup a lot of that money uh, a few years down the road. And I think that's just one of those things that consumers really care about. So uh, it was it was a great exhibit, but it was also great to see that message validated. That's enough self-promotion. We'll get back to, uh, to on script. So, Sam, now I'm looking at this, and we're looking at February data. Normally, we've got a little more of a lag. What happened this year? You know, one of our, one of our core tenants at Equipment Watch is to provide the most timely data as as quick as we can and as accurately as we can. And we realized that with a few minor tweaks to our our data pipeline, we'd actually be able to provide the data for this podcast much earlier than we usually can. And so we made those tweaks. And now we are, in fact, able to to comment on a report that hasn't been released yet, which is, uh, it's a really nice, really nice turn of events. So in 2017, uh, this segment will be one month fresher each episode. It's great to hear. So, other than Con Expo, the big thing that happened in the first quarter is is these mega auctions, right? So, what really sticks out when you're looking at the March report is the auction channel, right? Just huge, huge numbers. Diving into a little bit more analytical term than huge, how would you describe what you saw? The important caveat is that some of these large and, and seemingly inflated auction numbers are endemic of any time you do a month-over-month analysis, right? We're looking at January, which is 
usually the quietest month of heavy equipment auctions, and we're comparing it to February, which is the largest month of the year in heavy equipment auctions. And so right. that's actually the largest swing for any month of a calendar year. And again, later we are speaking with Brian Lee, the analyst who covers the auction channel. So I don't want to steal too much of his thunder. But it's worth pointing out that even discounting the gigantic increases from January 2017 to February 2017, auction volume increased year over year in every market except agriculture when you compare 2016 to 2017. So it sounds like we're off to a better start, or at least it feels that way. I'd say so. I agree. Let's uh, let's save the rest of that for when Brian Lee joins us. But let's go ahead and run through all the markets as we as we normally would. Let's start first with construction. Right. So in the construction market, as we typically expect, after a very strong showing on the resale channel in January, market activity dropped about 15% month over month, and the average fair market value dropped about 0.2%. This really helped bring the market back into stability, and it's worth pointing out that resale market activity levels are now over 13% higher than in February of last year. Similar to, to what you said about auction, we seem to be off to a great start. I'd say consumer confidence and capital expenditures seem to be climbing year over year uh, in the construction industry. And, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see whether or not the increasing cost of financing does anything to sway the optimism that's hitting the heavy construction equipment industry right now. But, I mean, to that point, you know, I think even the ELFA message that they were sending home was, was one of a high confidence and high optimism, right? So even if rates go up, I think, I think there's still a lot to, uh, to look forward to. Oh, I, I would agree. I think that wraps up construction. What about agriculture? The agricultural equipment market is definitely not showing the same signs of optimism. Agriculture has been in a long, steady decline for over a year now, and the impact on equipment markets has really been noticeable. An interesting facet of last month's data can actually be found in age and usage comparisons. Average age of equipment across this market increased by about 3% year over year from 2016 to 2017. But in that same time frame, average usage dropped by 40%. Okay, I'll, I'll bite. Why? We believe this indicates that older equipment with far fewer hours than last year's levels are becoming available for sale on the resale channel. The result of this shift should be a lagged increase in average fair market values over the next few, according to just basic expectations. If we don't see that, it's very likely a sign that the market is in for more, more turmoil as buyers just will not accept the expected higher value for the same kind of equipment. So we would expect it to see a lot more turmoil and a lot more decline over the summer months, should that hold true. So this is something we'll, uh, we'll want to keep a pretty close eye on, especially over the next, next couple of reports and next couple of episodes. Absolutely. Moving on to our next market, what did we see in the world of lift and access equipment? Lift equipment stabilized in a big way in February 2017. Average fair market values dropped just 0.1%, which for comparison, we saw a 1.5% drop last month. But with volume decreasing about 5% as well in February, we saw a major correction of January's imbalance, and it pushed the lift and access market into a stable rating on the price stability index. And uh, how about our final equipment market, uh, commercial trucks? The story on commercial trucks last month was stick to the status quo. Auction volume increased exactly as expected, but otherwise fair market values and resale market activity changes were more or less stagnant. So sounds like construction, there's reason for optimism. 
agriculture. We need to keep a pretty close eye on and not too much change for uh, our final markets of lift and access and commercial trucks. That's right. And again, no change is sometimes a great indicator of, of a point of interest as well. So we're going to continue to monitor all four markets very closely over the... All right. Well, Sam, thank you as always. Thank you. All right. Next on the show, I have with me Brian Lee, an analyst on our data team. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Greg. Happy to be here. So I've been lucky enough to uh, read a sneak peek of, a, of an upcoming Intel article that you're publishing probably next week, covering the heavy equipment market, the, specifically the auctions in February. Really, really good stuff, and, and I'm excited to hear you talk about it. So, you know, we all know this is one of the most active months on the auction market for heavy equipment. So what's your, you know, your 50,000-foot view on, on this year's heavy equipment auctions in February? So in summary, February 2017 was a head start as we observed the number of transactions was increased, as well as younger and newer equipment were brought into the market. The number of transactions was increased by 14%, and the average age was dropped by 26 years. So I'm looking at your article, and, and you started off by kind of first tracking the uh, top 10 heavy equipment types. What did you see there? Looking at the top 10 heavy equipment types by volume from February 2017 auctions, crawler-mounted hydraulic excavators were in the first place, followed by wheel tractors and four-wheel drive articulated wheel loaders, which made up 44% of the total volume of the top 10 equipment types and they were the same top three last year. Looking at more detailed level analysis on equipment types, three most popular construction equipment were crawler-mounted hydraulic excavators, four-wheel drive articulated wheel loaders, and backhoe loaders. Three most popular lift equipment were electric self-propelled scissor lifts, telescoping boom rock-terrain lift trucks, and IC self-propelled telescoping boom area lifts. So, no big surprises in, in the big sellers. Drilling down just a little bit deeper, uh, I know you also took a look at just the top five and analyzed them by trends, uh, by volume, age, and price. Really interesting stuff. So, let's go in that order. What do you see in terms of volume? For volume, overall volume, the top five equipment was increased by 5%, while telehandlers had a 71% increase compared to the last year. And despite the overall volume increase, four-wheel drive articulated wheel loaders and electric scissor lifts had a decline of 25 and 22% respectively. That's a huge increase for uh, telehandlers. What about uh, age? Did you see any interesting age trends? For age, uh, the average age was declined by 2.5 years, which means younger and newer equipment were brought into the auctions compared to the last year. It is a good sign for the market as younger and newer equipment can attract more buyers as well as make sales easier for sellers. All of the five equipment types showed a decline in age while crawler-mounted hydraulic excavators had a high decline by 15% and full drive articulated wheel loaders had the lowest decline by 0.6%, nearly stayed the same level as last year. Interesting. And then uh, finally, the, you know, the one metric that everyone really cares about, what do you see as far as price trends year over year? An interesting trend observed from the year over year price comparison was that all three earth moving construction equipment, which are crawler mounted hydraulic excavators, four wheel drive articulated wheel loaders, and back wheel loaders, had a decline 
as opposed to the lift equipment, which are electric self-propelled diesel lifts and telescoping boom rough terrain lift trucks, had an increase. The most significant change was observed from electric scissor lifts with 56% increase and backhaul loaders with, 20, with the 22% decline. Really significant trends to follow. And once uh, you're able to go on to intel.equipmentwatch.com and, and see this article in the graphs, you can really brings to life the changes that are happening year over year on these auction markets. But until that article is published, Brian, uh, how would you just kind of sum up the overall auction? What's what kind of thoughts do you want to leave us with? All in all, February 2017 was a great start for the auction market. Not only the number of transactions was increased, but also younger and newer equipment were brought into the market for sale. An interesting news, according to the Rich Brothers, who is the largest industrial auctioneer in the world, as well as in the February auction, is that they set the new record on the total registered bidders online registered bidders and the number of sellers in February 2017. This is just another evidence that heavy equipment auction market will do great in 2017. All right. Thank you so much, Brian. And thank you to Sam Giffen as well. Both of you, I think, contributed to our most optimistic uh, market roundup podcast of all time. Really good vibes flowing in this room right now. And thank you to our listeners. If you haven't subscribed yet on iTunes or SoundCloud, Please do so you never miss a show. If you're feeling really generous and want to give us five stars or leave a comment, we'd, uh, we'd love to get that as well. The market report and all of our intelligence reports are available on intel.equipmentwatch.com. And if you'd like to learn more about our products, you can always visit us at www.equipmentwatch.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next month. We promise this time. <laughs>